you better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Shalom, squirrely girlies, and welcome to another podcast of Squirrel Talk found on the Sonar Network. I am your hostess, as per usual, Vicky Licks. And my co-hostess uh, sitting uh, across the way is, of course, Selena Vile. Pardon? Well, you opened with Shalom, so I opened with Arabic. <laughs> Say that again. I said, fuck me. Fuck me. That's not what I said. That's offensive. <laughs> you can't say that. What did I say? You said, fuck me. <laughs> no, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> one more time. Say it one more time. No, I won't do it. Well, it's already been to, recorded. So. You'll have to rewind it to hear it. <laughs> what did you say? Hello? Yeah, I said, um, hey, how are you? You all right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. I wasn't expecting that er- that that smooth-toned Arabic. I know. I wanted to shock you. I'm going to steal that from the next podcast. Oh, God. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> may dictate it. All right. How are you doing, Selena? I am okay. Always. You're always okay. I'm always okay. Just you know getting I, by. I, I'm reading between those O's and those K's. What's wrong, Selena? I have a headache. Oh, Poor thing. And I'm out of money. Stop slamming your head against the wall and make something out of your life. No, I never will. That's how I make my living. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have a headache. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to hit my head against the wall. Let me see if that does anything. You'll make some money. (laughs) Shake some dollars out of that wall. What am I, Mario? And my coins pop out? This is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness okay well, let's let's just jump into the episode we're talking about rupaul's drag race uh uk episode two shine your boots governor shine your boots governor much better uh, ooh. oh wow so, <laughs> that was organic uh, <laughs> uh so we were talking uk and you know what they are dealing with their own stuff there too so that's why I want us all to get out of this mess now. It is time. We are ready, right? We're ready for it. Yes. And I want the girls from the UK to have their moment. So let's clean it up. So Because I want these girls to all be able to have their full drag race moment. Let's do it. These girls are so good. Because they're so fun and they are loving this. And I'm loving <laughs> them. This is a great season so far. It is. They're such great characters. Um. So starting off with them coming back into the workroom, they're all sitting around having their chat, and Ahura decides to be... Uh, What'd you shady. call me? You heard me. <laughs> um, Ahura uh, tells Estina that she's like, I thought you were going to be in the bottom because you're wearing an ASOS jacket. And Estina just owns it. And it's like, yeah, I am wearing one. And it's not fucking about what you wear. It's about how you wear it, bitch. She does a twirl and a dip. <laughs> like, <wow>. Yes. <laughs> Good. Eat it. Ate it. I love Estina. That's what's going to get her far is her fucking confidence. Oh, she's very, she may be overconfident a little bit, but that's okay right now. That's yeah, I'm okay with fine. it. Yeah. Uh, so she won yeah. the last challenge, so she's got a shiny new repeater badge. Damn right she do. And no prizes here, no, pri- no cash money, honey. Just a nice little shiny badge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there was a little moment between Ginny and Lawrence as well, wasn't there? Like they had a little shade thrown their way. 
or know. from each other. I don't remember. Oh, maybe both like comedy, like they're just dishing out like who's funnier. Oh yeah, that's it. So Ginny uh, told Lawrence to stop stealing her jokes, which I think was a joke. But then in Lawrence's confessional, she's like, "Fuck off, I wrote my own jokes." That wasn't Scottish. No, Lawrence is Lawrence Cheney. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I want to talk about Lawrence's lace front. <laughs> As a boy. <laughs> Yeah, something is happening here. And listen, power <laughs> to you. If you want to wear a lace front as a boy, you can go for it. She also draws on her eyebrows. So every time they, they pan to her confessional, her eyebrows are in a different color and shape. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. And that like that breaks consistency because when you're sitting in that chair, you have to look the same every single time so they can edit you to into different scenarios. But she <laughs> changes her eyebrows every time. Like there's sometimes up. There's, I mean, she, you can tell the full mood she's in by her eyebrows. Yeah. Uh, do we think this is the lace front on her? Do we think he's wearing a lace front as a boy? Yes. I do. I haven't. I don't. I haven't felt it. I just think it's weird hair. It has to be something though. There's got to be something. There's something going on there. Maybe it's like a chia pet. I don't it know. Just waters it. It's a very. It's the most bizarre real human form hairstyle. It's like a cartoon. <laughs> And that's fine. It's like Bart Simpson. It, it's like a Hey Arnold character. It really is. <laughs> God bless right. I love Lawrence. So what else is happening? So we're coming in the next day, right? Here we go. Yeah. And a horror. By the way, let's, let's just say, let's bid, let's bid a farewell to Joe Black properly. Oh my God, that's right. We lost Joe Black. Yeah. And let's just say, uh, I could have I had more Joe Black if there was ever a season where I wanted to see more episodes of the first person going home. It would have been Joe Black. Completely. What a bizarre elimination. And I think it rocked the world. Like everyone's like, what the hell? It really makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really like, uh, I got it. I got that. I got that they were maybe in the bottom for that episode. I got that. But I never thought they should have been lip syncing or have gone home. No, absolutely not. And I watched an interview with Joe Black and and apparently she she went home early, obviously. And her partner was waiting there and she was like, you're home already? She was like, yes. The, uh, the pavilion is white. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, that's why I went home. The pavilion is white. That's funny <laughs> and horrible. Yeah. It's going to be a new show for her, though. She'll be fine. Don't you worry about Joe. Yeah, don't you worry about her. Also, is Meet Joe Black a movie? Yes, it's a movie with, um, what's his name? Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins and Claire Forlani. Oh, and then what's the one with the gorilla? Huh? There's one that's with a gorilla too, isn't there? What are you talking about? It's like Joe something or other. You don't know what I'm talking about. Are you talking about Harry and the Hendersons? No, a gorilla. <laughs> oh, okay, I gotta look this up at some point. Are you talking Squirrel- about the one with Sigourney Weaver? I don't remember. Squirrel Friends, uh, we're gonna put this on our Instagram at Squirrel Talk Podcast. If you know that the uh, gorilla movie with Joe Black in it, is that a thing? Let me know. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking up Gorilla Joe Black. Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew there was a Joe with a gorilla. That's very funny. Imagine that's what Joe Black bases his name on. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. That's, well, that's what I kept thinking about. I was like, this is not that movie. 
All right. Good to know. know. Oh, no. Bye, Joe. Bye, Joe. You were so good. Bye, Joe. (laughs) So here we go. Next day, we're back in the workroom. Here comes RuPaul with the the Brit crew, and they've got some ballot boxes. This Brit crew. Last year, you were all over that, Ginger. I am all over this man today. What a beautiful person. The Ginger? No, the one who was in today. Oh, I don't even recall. Oh, my God. The ginger was still there, wasn't he? No, it was just one man, and he was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. These are very handsome Brits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, I know what those Brits are packing. They, they got some uncut uncut uh, wrapping paper down there, okay? Yeah, they're not as chop-chop uh, over there. <laughs> they, keep, they keep it classic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the ladies have to vote on each other and name four different categories. The Secretary of Shade. Uh-huh. The Trade oh, Minister. What's yeah. that? Yep, yep, yep. And then the yep. leader of the House of the leader of the House, the cockiest queen. The leader of the House of Lording It Up. Yep. Yep. And then Baroness Basic. That's right. My favorite category. I love this. And I love they're they're doing this at the beginning of the season. This is very survivor. You know when they do these challenges in Survivor when they get, they merge and they want to mm-hmm. see feelings up? They want to be like, oh, you guys were a team? Well, guess what they're really thinking? Mm-hmm. This stuff. So, who thinks they're in charge but isn't really in charge? Yeah, who's the leader of the alliance, you know? Or who who's the, who's the most annoying? And it's always the leader of the alliance. It's so yes. Fun. Sorry, coach. <laughs> so we're getting one of those, and I love this for this. And uh, this would be so much fun to vote on them. What do, what do we think personally? Who is our secretary of shade? Who do we think is the shadiest? Within House of Licks? No, no, no. On the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say Secretary of Shade is Ahura. Because she's been, like, coming for Tia. Yeah. She, yeah, I would say she is. So far. Yeah. I can't really. I mean, yeah. it's, so, it's so early. But, yeah, so far, I would say it, was, it is Ahura. Who did they vote? It was Ahura, right? They did vote Ahura. Ah, we have a winner. It's a match. And she wears it proudly. She loves it. That's true. And then uh, trade ministers. So who do we think is a trade? I was saying Estina. Estina's very trade. Got a great body. But there is something very sexy about Tace, though. Of course there is. Tace is stunning. Yeah, she's just beautiful. But there's like, I don't know. It's like like such a sultry little, like, slut in her eyes. You know? It's those eyes and those lips. Like, those lips are just constantly pursed. And those cheekbones... And those eyes are just like consistently staring you in, well, let us in not the soul. Forget Veronica Green. Okay, fun size boy. <laughs> <laughs> We're embracing it. I love now. it. <laughs> but she is yep. like a little tray. Like she's like the most, she's so surprising to me. And I don't know what it is about her. Maybe it's, I've been locked up for months alone. But like, I'm like, oof. It's because you just want a little spinner. You just want someone to like. I don't want a spinner. You want a spinner. <laughs> She's a little cutie. She's a little cutie. All right. But uh, so who won that? Tace? Um, Tace is the trade minister, of course. And I agree with that too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then the uh, leader of the House of Cockiest Queen. Uh huh. The the Cockiest Queen, I also would have said Astina um, because in all of her confessionals, she's like, I'm the shit and I know I'm the shit. Yeah, she's been very cocky so far, which is what we've said. Confident, confident. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying. 
Yeah, I feel like confident and cocky are different, though. I'm getting more confident from Estina, whereas, like, cocky, um, I mean, they're all kind of cocky. I mean, you kind of have to be as a drag queen, too. The reason I say cocky for Estina is because she's always telling us how great she is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she talks about it a little too much. She's cocky. Yeah, she's cocky. I'd say Estina, yeah. too, but who won it? Lawrence Janey. Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence is a little cocky, too. Uh, you know, because I, I haven't don't, well, seen I haven't seen Lawrence being very cocky. Maybe it's confident because when you know when she's on the runway, she's very confident on the runway, which I love. And when she's talking with the judges, like she's uh-huh. like, just easy going about it. With most girls are like uh, rattled when they uh, yeah. I, I think she speaks confidently, but she's not up there being like, "Yeah, I'm the shit." You know what I mean? Like she's not like bigging herself up on the stage. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting dynamics. Baroness yeah. Basic, who is our Baroness Basic? Uh, the correct choice, which was tea or coffee. Yeah, I would say that's true. Although I did like her looks on the runway, uh, so I would have, you know, I would have said her or Cherry Valentine. Cherry's not really standing out a lot to me. Um, that I don't think more basic. I don't, I don't think Cherry's looks are basic, but I think she just fades a little bit for me. I think that's two different things. Like, I think Tia's, like, again, like I said, her look last week to me felt costume store. And the suit that she wore was, like, a really smart way to do it, but, like, pairing it with that wig, it just, like, it just, there's something about her that just feels, like, incomplete and, like, doesn't go the extra mile. Like a wig that's not flat? It was pretty flat. Yeah, they're all pretty flat. Uh, you know, all right. So yeah, Tia won, obviously. She was the Baroness Basic, and she loved she loved it. <laughs> She's very funny. I like I her love, a lot. I love that she owns these things. I mean, that's so, like, uh, British humor, too, to be like, oh, you think I'm basic? All right, then. <laughs> yeah. I also like that Ahura drops that she voted for taste because they have fucked in the past. Oh, yeah, we, we got to get into that at a later point, because there is, that's leading up to a whole storyline, I feel. Yeah, but she drops it here the first for the first time. Let's us know. That's the first time we hear it. Mm-hmm. Right. So that is that, and then we find out that we're getting into the maxi challenge, which is rats. The musical. The musical. The rusical. The rusical. Um, and as a twist, the person they voted the most basic bitch gets to cast the whole thing. I love it. I love that. Yeah, it's fun, and she did a very good job. She did. So then they're all sitting around uh, going through the script. And it's this, if you didn't know, this is a parody of Cats, the musical. What? Yeah, it is. I know. It's blowing my mind, too. And so they're all going around reading the script, going over the characters. You know, they change the character names to like dysentery, uh, dysentery whatever they are. You know, they change mm-hmm. the fun, fun names. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And she's. She's very kind about it. She's not like, I'm going to shade you. She says she wants everybody to get what they want and where they fit the best. And she, she really knows, has a really good eye for where people would fit the best. Yeah, she knows that she wants this to be a good show. And I think that's the best. Because if you're being competitive, you could throw some people under the bus with this yeah. easily. But she was like, no, I want this to be successful because that makes us all look better. Yeah. And that's a good mindset to have. And maybe somebody like Abhora, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe she wouldn't have taken that route. True story. And also, yes. Tia is part of a girl group in the UK, uh, a trio. Tia is? I didn't know that. Tia is. So she is a singer. Uh, and there's a lot of like girl groups in the UK. It's very popular there. 
And that's why I'm the frog. Be- that's why the frog destroyers really took off. I feel is because that is actually a thing that right. happens. Yeah. <laughs> right. I am confused about her being a singer because what I heard later on in the show did not indicate that. Um, Ahura, what you just mentioned is true. She would have been really shady because she already was when Veronica was like, hey, I can sing. I am musical theater. That's what I do for a living. Cast me. Ahura decides to be like, no, you know what? Cherry can do it. Like, fuck you. Yeah, she was like, well, I know I've seen Cherry do it. She's like, you haven't seen Veronica. And then Veronica does a little audition. (laughs) <laughs> which is very yeah. like how I do my auditions. Oh, yeah, who an aria? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> it was such a random cut. I have a feeling she was joking and they made it look like she was serious. That's what I feel too. But I yeah. like that Veronica Green. I really do. Yeah. And I'm not happy with Cherry. And like, if, if Veronica's there listing off her resume and then you're like, I don't need to list off my resume. It's like, actually you do because you're trying to fight for this fucking role. Yeah, this is not your audition for, for Tia Coffey's musical. She's the new Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, and as Asina says, what matters is what's on your CV. What, on your what? On your CV. CV. That's right. Yeah. I, did, I almost missed your English version of V. Oh, sorry. Sorry, that's just, it's just how the accent comes out. Um, I do want to talk about the Toronto Church Street Queen who said, I can rap, I can dance, I can do a dip. Um, and then does a really bad dip. And it's like, see, I can do a dip. Is that, did I say that? Who said that? Ellie, Ellie Diamond. The Toronto Queen? No, but she gives me very Church Street white queen vibes. Who's like, I've seen... I've seen queens do this, so I can do it. Look at me. I've been practicing in my living room. I can do a tip. Oh, <laughs> and then okay. does, so like, the worst. Let's talk Ellie Diamond quickly. So, yes, she's yeah. the youngest girl. She's 21. Where she studies her makeup. She knows her fashions. But they're not fashions, necessarily. They're more of, like, um, how do I want to say this? Um, trends? Fads? Really? Yeah. Yeah. So she knows her fads. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but she does give me a lot of like Toronto drag vibes. Like it, she reminds me a lot of a lot of new girls here. And that's not a bad thing. It's just like a lot of them tend to blend into each other in that way, I find. And yeah. maybe some people that might make them angry. I don't know. <laughs> that's just an observation. Yeah. I'm getting very like she f- fades into the background. Like literally every time she's on my screen, I go, who the fuck is that? Her and sister, sister. I forget them both completely every time I see them. Oh my god. Sis, don't get me started on sister, sister. And her Seriously. surprise, surprise? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of this. <laughs> yeah, so she does a crazy dip, and then Chase is like, did she hurt herself? Is she okay? Oh no, she's getting up. Okay, she's fine. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I mean, she did a dip. It was a dip. It just like, is like, you know, not a, uh, not a, a polished dip. But that's the thing is like these people think that just because they can hit the floor that they're doing a dip, but it's like what you're doing is really bad and probably bad for you. Also, why are sister, sister and Ellie wearing these ears? Did I miss that? We missed that. I don't understand. What is, are they friends even? Like what's it's going a fad. on? I'm telling you it's a fad. We missed out on the fad because we're so old and farty, Selena. They were extras in Lord of the Rings. They just wanted to let us know somehow. Oh my God, they need to do Lord of the Rings the musical. <laughs> that already happened at the Princess of Wales Theater. <laughs> I will play the role of Gay Gandalf. Thank you. <laughs> None shall pass. 
<laughs> that's my life. All right, so we're getting into the uh, music rehearsal with the one and only vocal coach to the stars, Michelle Visage. Yeah, listen. Way, that's if, the first time I said Michelle Visage. I said I fucked it up. There we go. There is that. Then we're back to normal. I really got it there for a minute. Oh, well, we have it on tape, so good work. Um, if you tell me that I'm going to be taking a vocal lesson with Michelle Visage, I will laugh in your face. Um, like, what track but, of the body guard are we doing today? <laughs> always number nine. That's the only one. <laughs> um, she luckily is not there alone. She has her vocal coach there to, uh, you know, school her in front of everyone. It's Dane Chalfin. And I also love this challenge specifically for UK because London is known as like the musical and broad. It's like it's its own Broadway uh, in the world. Like, the West End. There's Broadway and then there's the West End in yeah. uh, the UK. London. Which is like, yeah, iconic is really like the top tier of talent in musical theater goes there. Absolutely. It's where a lot of musicals start even before they go to Broadway. Absolutely. I've saw, I saw so many shows there when I went to London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which ones did you see? Did you see Rats? No. We, we ended up going to this makeup studio. And I was so excited. And this is before I really even started getting into drag heavily. And we were like mm-hmm. going with this makeup artist who does all the Broadway shows. <gasps> Just like on that episode of The Glow Up. Ding dong. Ding, ding, ding dong. Yeah. So she was like, what show do you guys want to do makeup for? And I was like, cats, please do cats. <laughs> I'm sorry, what were you there for? What was this? For school, CCPA. They took you to London? Yeah, it was part of it. And then we went to New York the next, uh, the next year. Randolph didn't take us anywhere. What the fuck? Because I went to a good school. You didn't. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but anyways, I was like, what are we going to do? I was like, I want to do cats, please. And everybody else, because we we're doing a production of Le Miz. So they're like, no, do Le Miz, do Le Miz. <gasps> I was like, do Le Miz? Like, you're just putting dirt on her face and blocking out her tooth. Who cares? Do cats. <laughs> and then they Seriously, up- if you're going to do makeup, go all the way. They did Le Miz. <laughs> did you know Tom Selleck met his wife when he was um, filming something in London and he went to see cats one day and he like, fell in love with this dancer from the audience. And then he went back every night he had off to watch the show. And he kept asking her out until she went out with him. And then they got married. What a creepy bastard. I hate him. I hate him because of his whole like NRA affiliation and his whole Republican thing. But fuck, he's sexy. Like that's my perfect man right there. No, I'm sorry. You can have, you can have the blushiest mustache ever. But don't you talk to my Rosie O'Donnell like that. Get the fuck out. Oh yeah, I don't care about his personality. I'm just looking at his face and body and i'm like that's my man but the nutshell we're getting across is the west end is the is the best <laughs> end it, it really is like it's it's the it's the primo of uh shows so i love that they're incorporating this musical because that really plays into what the london theme of drag is too and cats was really hot at the time so let's do this cats had just come out it was a big bomb and we loved it mm-hmm. okay, speaking so of bomb go ahead yeah yeah Ahora <laughs> announces that she's not going to feel it until she's in the costume. She's not going to like put her all into the character until she's in costume. And it's like, bitch, if you're going to wait and do it on the day, then you're going to fail. So smarten the hell up. Yeah, I'm really getting over Ahora uh, just because also the turtleneck pisses me off. 
<laughs> yes, that one. I love that Michelle was like, oh, I see. So you can't get into it when you're little fancy pants and you're big turtleneck. <laughs> she was totally bullying her. <laughs> and I love it. But Good also I felt the same way. I was like, yeah, who are people who wear turtlenecks? I'm like, fuck right off. You and Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> you and Tom Selleck and Steve Jobs. I hate I hate a turtleneck. Listen, uh, but yeah, it was like, do, you got to do it now. Do it now. Why not? Who cares if you fail? But you know, who does care if they fail? Lawrence Chen. They're oh, really poor Lawrence when they get to choreography. Ooh, ow. Yeah, they freak out. Because they don't like being bad at things. And you know what? They are pretty good at, they're, you know, they're, they're good at what they do. Yeah. They're good at what they do, but they are not a dancer or a singer. Not like that L.A. Diamond. <laughs> Too confident. <laughs> Too confident, Ellie. <laughs> Uh, so she breaks down a little bit too. She starts getting some tears, and then everybody has a crowd around her to be like, "You got this, Lawrence." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Listen, I of, felt bad for Lawrence in that moment. Yeah, uh, yeah, I felt bad. But also, you know, on the show, you're gonna do these challenges. You know, you know, you're, there's gonna be a dance challenge, right? Yeah, so. I mean, when I get on hell, when we get to a sewing challenge, I'll be crying too. Well, I told you. I told you you should have been uh, sewing some curtains in the meantime. <laughs> some meat curtains. Some meat curtains. Your beef curtains are flapping in the wind, Selena. Put some pants on. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. All right. So what are we doing? They finished the rehearsal. And then we're yeah. back. We're, so, yes. Now we're getting into the moment where Ahura and uh, Taste are, like, having googly eyes at each other and making reference to the fact that they They've had much sex. Yeah. You know how else I know this? There's a saxophone playing behind them. Kenny G just showed up and <laughs> serenaded them as they were speaking. We got into softcore porn. The lens starts to get a little blurry. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's an interesting couple, you know? I mean, I could see it. Like, I can see them, like, hanging out at a bar and then going home to fuck and, like, being friends and shit. But it sounds like they they had like a real thing. Yeah, that's interesting. I love when those kind of dynamics come out on the show, like past things that have happened. I enjoy those. Yeah, especially when it's sexy. Yeah, maybe they'll. Do... But part of me, because I don't like a horror, is like, taste have higher standards. You can have anybody you want. Yeah, but also like sometimes you just want to fuck a dick. You know what I mean? Like not like you just like so this person that's kind of a dick. Like you want to fuck them. Yeah. I get that a lot. I hate fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to hate fuck somebody. I don't think that's what this is. Tay seemed very happy with her relationship. You know what? I would hate fuck Tom Selleck. Why not? Thank you. <laughs> um, change his opinion on the NRA. Um, someone's got it. Rosie couldn't do it. <laughs> God bless Rosie. You know what? They're all <laughs> coming back. Kathy Griffin, Rosie. You're all, you're all uncanceled, gals. Come back in. Come, please. We want you all back. I love yes. them all. Um, uh, go ahead. What's happening next? Now, Sister, Sister, and Cherry Valentine. Now, have, is that Sister or Sister, Sister? That would be the double sister. That's Sister, Sister. Not to be confused with Sister, Sister, Sister. That's right. And not to be confused with Twisted Sister or Sister, wait, Twisted Sister or the Shakespeare Sisters. Oh, don't get started with that Twisted Sister. <laughs> I'm not gonna take this. Ah! No, we're gonna take it. Um, 
But her and Sherry have a moment where Sherry reveals that she comes from a family of gypsies where they moved around a lot, like literally like gypsies in the like actual definition of the word, um, which is a slur in a lot of contexts. And sister, sister actually asks, like, am I allowed to say gypsy? Yeah, there's there's been a whole moment because um, people used to say gypsy all the time. Um, there used to be a show called My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding, like all those reality Yeah, shows. but that was actually about gypsies. That was about gypsies. But it's confusing yeah. for people of like, wait, is it a slur? Is it not a slur? Um, because they were- Saying they were, gypped, like I got gypped, that's a slur. Because that, right. yeah, that connotates to like gypsy stealing from you. Right, totally. So yeah, there's still a lot of confusion though around like what is considered appropriate for gypsies and what are gypsies, you know? Um, it's yeah, very, it's very Europe- European. We don't really have that culture here necessarily as much. Yeah, I remember I went to Europe in 1997 with my family and we went on a tour, like on a tour bus with like a group and we went to a bunch of countries and they'd always be like, watch out for gypsies and like keep your money in your front pocket and don't like keep your eyes peeled because they will come around and pickpocket you. Those pickpockets, but that's not gypsies, that's pickpockets. Well, gypsies, that's, that's where like gypped, that's where that comes from is like, Gypsies were associated with pickpockets. Right, 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 right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, it's, it's interesting to hear somebody talk about this and that, that that was her lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising finding out that... The, actually, it is kind of surprising because they're such nomads, like finding out that they're homophobic and it's like inappropriate for her, like around her family to be any kind of like non-toxic masculine presenting person. Yeah, she said from uh, the people from Darlington aren't gay, but it's like if if anybody should be gay, they should be coming from Darlington. Hello, Darlington. that's the gayest town. <laughs> Where am I from? <laughs> Darlington, <laughs> darling. I'm from Darlington. Yeah, honestly, that's a that's a gay town. Let's be honest. Yeah, own uh, up to your name. <laughs> yeah, own up to it. She also gives me a lot of Alan Cumming. I get I got a little Alan coming in. Oh my god, the most Alan Cumming I've ever seen. Yeah, totally is. So we got a little moment with her, and that's a little foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, that means uh, the clock is ticking on always, this person because they got their story out. Always is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting to at least hear her and get to know her, and now I can identify who Cherry Valentine is. Yeah, I still don't. Like, I still forget about her. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think her drag is as defined as the rest of theirs is, but I like to mm-hmm. put the backstory to, you know, put context to it. Yeah. So what's happening next? We're getting to the musical itself, right? We are. Here we go. Lights up. Time to pull the curtains. What's the Muppet Show thing? Wait, say that again? What's the Muppet, the Muppet Show? Show? Yeah. Um, uh, it's time to move the curtain. It's time to light the lights. The Muppet, Muppet Show tonight. tonight. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Here we go. So. Uh, who are judges? It is Alan um, Carr is joining us this week, along with Michelle Visage. It's not Alan, it's the other guy, isn't it? Nope. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 it is Alan, Alan Carr. Carr so, and yeah. uh, Sheridan. Wait, hold the phone. I want to talk about the other guy, Graham Norton. Did you know that he phone, dated... Sorry. What? I dropped my phone. Go on. Uh-oh. Did you know that Graham Norton dated Tina Burner? no so i was curious (laughs) as to how old tina burner is so i googled all right yeah wikipedia at her 
And on Wikipedia, it says that she dated Graham Norton. They met at Barracuda, which is a bar in Chelsea in New York. Um, And they had a long relationship and she moved to London to be with him. Apparently, they broke up in 2006, which I'm like, how old is Tina Werner? Wow. Did they even say her age on the show? I feel like she was only like 39 or something. I think this year they didn't show most of their ages. Interesting. Maybe Tina is... I mean, she's got to be up there. If that's 2006, Graham is not young. Yeah. I mean, it's possible Graham was going out with a boy. You know what I mean? Because, like, I... I In 26, I was 25, 26. Sorry, in I 2006. Mean, she was fresh off the boy band tour. Maybe she was yeah. a real, uh, tight little twink, you know? And yep. maybe Graham saw that and picked it right up. So there you go. Oh, there, there's some tea right there. I think it's hot. I'm like, go Graham Norton. Yeah, well, I'm sure he can get whatever he wants. He's a sexy daddy. He's very sexy. I would hit it. But he's not here. Here's Alan Carr. Yeah. Also known as Ginny Lemon. Ginny <laughs> yes, Lemon had a drag. I can't tell. So <laughs> <laughs> they look the same to me. Uh... And then who's Sheridan Smith? Yeah. Uh, who's a musical theater actress? She's a musical, she's actually primarily a TV actress. She's also done a lot of musical theater. So she originated the London cast version of Legally Blonde. So she was the Elle Woods, and that's what oh. she's, I think, most famous for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shoot. All right, there we go. And so here we go. Lights up and ra- cats, rats, 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 the musical stars. What happened? Um, they're pretty faithful to the original musical. They kind of like steal um, musical elements from it, including the opening of all of them singing together. Um, Estina, I, what I love is that Estina somersaults in on a toilet flush. <laughs> <laughs> we hear a toilet flush. So Estina um, takes on the main role, basically, of the the lead character in the show. Well, there is no real main role or main or like lead character. She just kind of like. The character she ties the other characters together. Yeah, she's the one learning about everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, who comes up first? It's uh, Tace and uh, 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 Ellie. Tace and Ellie. That's right. What happened? So what happened was right off the bat, Ellie didn't sing the line that, ever, that she's supposed to sing with Tace, which is RuPaul's Drag Race. She missed that line, and it was very obvious. And it was never brought up. And I'm upset about that. And you think she tripped up Tace? No, I think she tripped up. Oh, but it didn't trip up Tace. No, Tace was solid. Um, Tace did trip up. She didn't really. She did, I saw. Yeah, there was definitely a moment where she tripped up. You could see in her face, too. I I still like what she did, but she definitely had a trip up. Well, she was probably distracted by Ellie screwing up. (laughs) Um, so they have to rap. They have to Vogue. It's very funny watching Ellie do this next to Tace. Like, it's just, like, I'm, I'm harping on this, but it's, like, such a basic white girl trying to do what a black girl can do. Yeah. And not doing it. But that's where she comes from, and she's trying. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to hate on Ellie for doing that stuff, because that's what they're being asked, right? Well, the reason I'm hating on it is because she said she could do it. She's like, I can do it. I can Vogue. I can, I can... <laughs> dip. Um, they both do a high kick at the same time, and it's very clear that Ellie's not a dancer because that kick was like three quarters. Um, and she's very out of breath. I'm just <laughs> right now. I'm just not. A, I'm not an Ellie fan. <laughs> oh my goodness! 
Well, that's fine. That's fine. She's out of breath and her kick was three quarters. Oh, we got it. Uh, so that's, that's your, yeah, I did, I did see Tay struggling myself. I didn't see how he was struggling as much, even though I wasn't, I'm not a big fan of Ellie, but I did see Trace struggle in that. Uh, and then the next group, who's the next group? Was it the pack rats, the three of them? Or no, yeah, the, uh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the pack rats. I, I don't Wait, know. hold on. They were both the pack rats? The hood rats? The hood rats? Oh, yeah, those were the hood rats. These are the pack rats. Sure. Uh, which is Sister, Sister, Cherry Valentine, and Lawrence. Yeah. Um, they all suck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say it's hard to coordinate three different people on different rhythms. And that's what I was getting is they were all on different rhythms, you know? But they were all supposed to be on the same rhythm. That's the problem. That's the problem. You got to get on the same rhythm. But you also want to stand out, which I was feeling from all of them, like Lawrence. And they, they all wanted to stand out and not blend in. But I think in this case, you really had to blend in. You had to blend in. You stand out on your solo line, and then you fold back in line, please. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Sister Sister is the one who did the best for me in that. Like, physically, her dancing was better. Like, Cherries was terrible. Oh, if anybody can blend in, it's Sister Sister. <laughs> <laughs> she just fades into the background. She blends in. Oh, no. She does. <laughs> She's a blender. Which I That's why I can't hate on, like, Lawrence Cheney, like, standing out in a way, but, like, she did it, you know. Was it polished and like together? No, but you know, maybe yeah. she shouldn't have been in that role. I guess. Yeah, yeah, she should have had something where she could like stand out on her own. Um, it is. I kept forgetting they were all singing live because they all actually sounded really good. They did. They all sounded pretty decent. Yeah, I almost wonder if there was some recording. Uh, yeah, it feels singing, like they were singing along with themselves already, perhaps. You would think so, but when somebody tripped up, it was very obvious and there was nothing in the background. Yeah. You know what I right. mean? You're right, you're right. So who's the next one? The scaby rats? I don't know what these rats are called. These are the nasty rats. It's Bimini, Bomini, Boop, and then uh, Ahora? Yes, and they're introduced by Ginny, who says the wrong name for Ahora's character. And she just goes, oops, and walks away. Oh, yeah. it's, and like that's how you fucking screw up. Like If you're going to screw up, it's a joke. Please make it a joke. And Ginny made it a joke, and it was very funny. Right. Ginny is also kind of playing these the, the, the narrator of this, too. Who are they in the Cats movie? Which character is Ginny? So Ginny's character, because her name is uh, Jame Poopy Stench. What, what is it? Jame Judy Stench? Oh, yeah. She's, um, she's, uh, she's Jim Judy. She's yeah. Judy so Cat. she the, that character is Old Deuteronomy, um, which they, which is not really because they made RuPaul old dramedy at the end of the musical. Anyway, it's just like she's she's that she's basically that. Yeah, she did a good job. She actually was like very funny. She's very funny. Yeah. And then, so how were the Bimini bomb and uh, okay, Cora? Bimini slayed it. She was giving me full rum tum tugger. She was just like really good. Oh yeah. my god, she was so in last it. Week. Yeah. But this is also, this is where they're playing like these kind of like uh, down and out uh, East London rats, you know, which is not what a horror does, but it's very Bimini. It's very Bimini, but also like I, I felt like Aurora could have played the character and she really didn't. But you know what? She didn't do too bad. She, she couldn't match Ginny's or uh, she couldn't match Bimini's um, energy 
but she did bring her own flavor to the role, and I do appreciate that. Yeah, I think Bimini stood out the most, but Ahura was like there as her own character. I think they were a good pairing, you know, the balance. Yeah. They were my favorite pair, I think, actually. They did work the best together out of all of them. I actually thought Bimini was really good. I thought she could have been in the top. I agree, and I'm surprised she wasn't. I I don't remember her outfit right now, but there may be that reason. We will talk about that in a second. All right, so here comes uh, Astina again with uh, Veronica. Who's Veronica playing? (gasps) Evita. Evita. Vaughn something. Right. I don't remember what that was. I wrote these names down. Oh, jeez. It doesn't really matter. How is Astina doing? How is Astina doing? You know what? She's she's fading for me. Like, I would have thought Estina would have come out guns blazing because she keeps talking about how this is what she does. She's a performer. She's about this impressive CV. But like, to me, she is not, she's not standing out. She's not the strong vocalist I thought she would be. And um, choreo wise, she wasn't really given anything to show off what she can actually do, I think. Yeah, I would have put her as this character. It's a weird one for me. Yeah. Yeah. It would have made sense to me if they had given her more choreo-wise. Totes, but how's Veronica? Are we loving Veronica? Of course we're loving Veronica. Veronica is the Courtney act of the season with those vocals. Um, yeah, she sounds just like her, too. Yeah, they had, they had the exact same tone. Okay, what's the thing that Courtney does? If you love me. <laughs> yeah. And I love me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah, the nasal like. I actually thought Courtney was terrible on that. I'm the only person who thinks so. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Veronica did a great job. I wish she had better choreo. Like, she kind of just stood at the pole and shook around a little bit. I wanted to see more choreo from both her and Estina. So she I worry sold. that the she sold everything though. Like everything she, she did, did. She sold. She took it off. She had little mice attached to her her rat nipples. All eight of them. Yeah, like I'm not blaming anything on her. I'm blaming the choreographers. Yeah, but it was just, she just sold everything. She was so funny. Her voice was great. And this was just a great moment for her. She's like a the dark horse that nobody saw coming. Yes. So loved her, loved that. And then uh-huh. here comes special guest star Tia Coffey. She walks in, giving us some Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> She's the Grizabella of the, care, of the, of the musical. Um, to do her memory moment. And I was not that impressed with her singing. Because she's a cabaret queen, so I would have thought that she was a singer. Well, she works in a girl group, so she balances with other people that probably maybe carry her. <laughs> but I mm-hmm. thought she was fine. I actually liked, yeah. I mean, when it comes to drag queens and singing, my bar is low. So if you can at least hold some notes and get it out there, I think you're doing a good job. Sure. Another issue I have with her is that she has one face expression. Like, her face never changes. Well, maybe that's just her face. I know, but you should be able to show us different emotions. Says who? Which, which, which Botox dealer are you talking to? Well, none of them, obviously, because they don't believe what I believe. <laughs> Look at the wrinkles on that face. <laughs> Their job is to freeze your face. Uh, she, so she pulls out. She's got a big ear on her back. I really liked her. I really thought this was a great moment for Tia. She was kind of like falling towards the bottom, I felt. And I thought this mm-hmm. was a good moment for her to stand out. I thought she did. And it was really, mm-hmm. she, she said she came in in the last 10 seconds just to come on, do her moment. That's it. And I liked it. I thought she was great. That's my favorite type of role is where like you're not on stage and then you pop in 
steal the show and then walk out. I love that kind of role. That's it. And uh, that is the show, I guess, too. And then it ends with the rat poison. They all die. It's uh, melancholy for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And I love this. This is like a theater production, like a theater, a community theater production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. And I, I love when like community theaters do shows like something like Cats. That's so funny to me. I'm yes. obsessed when community theater does this stuff. <laughs> Listen, I have a very storied history with musical with community theater. In Ottawa, I was part of the Orpheus Musical Theater Society. I've been in many a show um, produced on a budget. I also love when they do susical. I love when community theaters do susical. <laughs> Something fantastical with like lots of costumes yeah, and, it's and characters. Like, it's just like pool noodles and like cat litter. I love yeah. it. <laughs> All right, so that is a musical. I thought this was great. This is one of my, you know, the musicals for me are always hit and miss on the show. I'm not a big musical gal myself, even though I, you know, I went to CCPA. I studied it, but it's not my, <laughs> it's not my, it's not my jam. But this is one of my favorite, I think, in the history of drivers. I thought it was really good. It was really good, but you know what? I think we need an intermission. Oh, to uh, take another poop. Yeah. Intermission poop time. All right, we're gonna take a little intermission to clean our palate, and we will be back after the short break. Enjoy. We are back from that intermission. I just, uh, I got myself some uh, wine gums. Oh. I pooped out some wine gums. Oh my goodness, flavorfuls. Mm -hmm. uh, I wonder if those flush. It might be floaties. But we are back <laughs> and we are sitting in our tightly crammed. You know what? When I went to London to see the shows, the theaters are so old. Yeah. How old are they? They are so old. Thank you. I'll answer my own jokes, Lena. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, hate you. <laughs> that the, uh, the seats are so close together. And I'm a big girl. I'm six foot four out of drag. So uh -huh. I was crammed into my seat. Like my knees were, I was literally crunched together, just sitting in my seat. Like I was yeah. in so much pain at the end of a show. Oh, and your little legs too. Like there, it was so uncomfortable. There's no leg room. Like there was literally a seat, one inch for where your legs are supposed to go. And then the seat in front of you. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, yeah. London, you got to switch that up. It's too bad. Well, they got to get those people in there. Well, they got. They apparently they want to cram us all in. Now, what are we going to do in COVID times? That's not safe. <laughs> no, no. Time to make some changes in them theaters, girl. Ch -ch 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 changes. But here we are. We're going through a little costume change because we're getting to the runway, which is surprise, surprise. Reveals. I love these. <laughs> these are hard to do, um, but I like that they're doing this earlier on in the season, so we get to see everybody what they came up with, right? Except Joe Black, who posted the reveal look online, and it was beautiful. What was it? It's like a velvet um, dress that that goes into like an art deck. Like a, it's like blue, a dark blue, and then reveals to a um, a pink and pale blue art deco style dress that like Gloria Swanson would have worn. It's gorgeous. Doesn't sound like a white pavilion to me, Joe. Uh-oh, it might have saved you last I week. I think you would have been in trouble again. 
<laughs> Could you imagine every week he comes back where he does like extra shows? <laughs> like, That's not the white pavilion. <laughs> you never get it, Joe. <laughs> All right, so we're getting to the runway. Surprise, surprise. First up is Abhora. Is it Abhora or Ahora? Ahora. Abhora is a queen from Dragula, I think. Ah, that's why I'm getting confused. Ahora. Yeah. So here she comes and she's giving us some um, Mr. Peanut. Gr- she's giving you what? Mr. Peanut. Um, she goes from groom to bride right so she's got a top hat she pulls that off she's got a big old wig with a veil and she pulls off her suit turns into a nice beautiful gown i give this a nut um because it was really like she hit it well the top it was a great idea to hold the rest of her beehive wig yeah and i never i did you know it was a tightly fitting suit so who knew there was a gown underneath it it was a great reveal Totally. I nutted for the same reason. It was, um, I'm not going to say it was like an unexpected reveal, but it was a really impressive reveal because it wasn't, uh, I, I, I didn't see it coming. It was a surprise, surprise. Yeah. All right, so it's a nut. All right, after her is Lawrence Jenner. We got to say this every time we see her, Lawrence Jenner. So she comes out in a blue sequin uh, jumper and then she pulls, oh no, she does like a little tease where she's like, oh, you think it's- Is it coming from the legs? Nope, it's coming from the arm. She pulls it down, she twirls it around. It's a turtin, turtin. Okay, here's my problem with this is she doesn't twirl it around. She does the reveal all face onto the (laughs) the judges. And like it's really sloppily done. Like it's really. Um, well, she twirls it around once she opens it enough to twirl it. No, she does one spin once it's already down. <laughs> like, honey. All right. The impressive. The thing with when you have it when you have a reveal like that, it's only impressive if you're spinning around while you're doing it. So we can't see the illusion. We can't see where it's all coming from. We can't see how it's falling. It just falls magically during a spin. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and that for me was like a little bit of a mess, but I do like this tartan gown underneath it. It obviously speaks to who she is. Yeah. And I didn't mind the blue uh, before it. So I'm going to give it a nut. I didn't see a connection between the two though. Like I didn't see where, where how the jumpsuit, like why the jumpsuit turned into that dress. Blue it didn't tell the, the story. The blue is the Scottish flag and it had a little white trim around it too. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, it's a Scottish flag. All right, fine. I'll give it a soft nut, like a nut that's like, you know, like you put it in your mouth and it's not crunchy. It's crunch. just like a smooth yeah. peanut butter nut. Sure. Yeah. Nope, not a crunchy nut. <laughs> All right, so here comes the Ginny Lemon. Ginny Lemon. So she's giving us Alan Carr. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Alan thinks when he sees Ginny. Is it just like... Oh, he weird? loves her, I bet. Oh, my God. So she's wearing Crocs. She's got some wedged Crocs. She loves a little crocky shoe. God she's bless giving, her. She's giving us just a regular... Just a regular... Just a regular mom. Regular mom in the kitchen with her little flowers. And mm-hmm. her, little hair, her little hair thingy. Mm-hmm. And then she pulls it off. It's the same exact dress. Except there's a little, uh, little uh, viewing party for her butt. Her hairy art. <laughs> I think a reveal to the same outfit is a hilarious gag. Um, <laughs> and I think the win- the butt window was uh, was also a hilarious gag. The butt window is very funny. I will say though, in terms of surprise, surprise, uh, you know, it wasn't like it's the same look, 
with yeah. the belt windows. So I get it. It's very funny to me. I get it. But in, in you know, compared to everybody else's, I'm going to give it a cut. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it a nut, but like with an, with like um, a disclaimer. I'm giving it a funny cut. It's a funny cut. It's a, it's a rubber knife. That's a, you know, it's a funny cut. Sure. Yeah. Here yeah. comes Cherry Valentine, and she's giving us a black and yellow polka dot surprise, surprise, big baby doll dress and a big black balloon. We love a big black balloon. We sure do. What happens? She pulls off the baby doll, and she is prego. Uh-oh, my <laughs> prego. And then she pops the balloon, and it's a gender reveal. Yeah. So what do we think? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it like looks bad. I didn't. I didn't see the pregnancy coming. Um, I, I, I like I, that she was playing commentary to gender reveals because I think it's so stupid. Yeah. I, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get where she was going with it. Didn't yeah. Like, what is the first look? She wrote gender over her belly, and that didn't make sense to me. Um, and then she popped the balloon, and it was confetti of color, which I guess is just to be like, it's gay, yay. But I didn't, that didn't read predominantly to me. So I was kind of confused. But the overall like look itself, the first one I like, but in terms of the reveal, I didn't like. Yeah, it, it didn't correlate to me. I didn't, yeah, I just wasn't, I didn't care about it. You didn't care about the baby? I didn't care about the baby. Throw the baby out. Well, what, 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 what if the gender was uh, 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 porpoise? Oh well, then give it the give it all the awards. I mean, that's a good idea. What if there? What if she slid out a seal? That would have been beautiful. I'd be like, "Where is this going? Oh my goodness!" And then the seal sings "Kiss from a Rose." <laughs> Don't get me started. I just got that out of my brain two months ago. Oh my it's God. back, baby! It's back in action. Just like a kiss from a rose. <laughs> Here comes Tia Coffee. She's giving us. What do we give that? I give it a cut. You give it a cut. A hundred percent. I give us a cut. No, uh, cherry. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I'll cut it. Yeah, we cut that. All right. I like. I like the first part. Second part, I didn't like. All right. Here comes mm -hmm. Tia Coffee. She's giving us leather. <laughs> <laughs> when she came out like this, I was like, oh, where are we going? This flat-chested, like, <laughs> it's got, like, abs drawn on it. It looks like there's, like, a huge beer belly underneath the abs. <laughs> that's where the dress is sitting. So she's got, a, like, a beer belly. <laughs> but she's, and the way she walks out with, like, she's just, like, walking with her hips forward, like, trying to be masculine. Yes. It's, so funny to me. So I really loved this first look for being so stupid, the same way I like Jenny Lemons. Oh yeah, it's very comedic. Very stupid. And I actually liked the way she pulled it off and twirled and the dress fell out. That's how you're supposed to do it. That was really cool. And that was like, oh, there's, I actually wasn't expecting that. I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, I, I had no idea what it would be either. And I'm disappointed with what it was. <laughs> the dress was basic underneath it. It was like a flat corset with just it was just very flat, and the hair was flat, and the skirt was flat. Like it's just like it was so ugly. But I like the reveal part of it. I thought she actually had one of the best reveal parts of the show. So, it revealed well. It revealed yeah. well. So they did that part good, but that's that's the hardest part to do with reveals, really. You know, surprise, surprise. Yeah, talk to Lauren so, Shaney. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a spin. 
Uh, I'm going <laughs> to give this a cut, though. I'm going to give it a cut. Oh, my God. You have to cut this. But the first part was very funny to me. It is a funny. <laughs> I did laugh. I agree. All right. Here comes Ellie Diamond as a scarecrow. And then she pulled that off as the Tin Man. Oh, my goodness. I've never heard of three characters together. Here comes a cowardly lion. Mm -hmm. So this is like, they were all like, wow, I had no idea. I was like, you didn't think she was going to do three characters from the same movie? You think she was going to let out one of those characters not, not go on the stage? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I actually hate this. Uh, but I, 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 I commend her for, like, doing three reveals. Yeah. But I, I just hate it because, like, they're not... She didn't embody the characters. She did not embody the characters. Her performance was completely flat. And all of those outfits were the exact same cut. Like they were all, it was just one stacked on top of the other. Like there was no drama to any of it. There was they no- They were all the even, same, like a circle skirt. Yeah. Yeah, like I wanted to see like her go from like a mini skirt to a long dress for the Tin Man to like uh, a pantsuit for the other guy. Like, you know also, what I mean? Like it should- If you're doing this look with like, maybe do a wig reveal, you know? That yes. Been, if she did that with this, I would have been like, okay, work, work. But because she it was just most, like a, a pull off of three looks, I was not here for it. The most basic thing, and I said this last week, I'm done with Wizard of Oz. Like, it's not an interesting reference anymore. Like, we've already seen in the last year, we've seen Gigi do Dorothy. We've seen Tina Burner do Tin Man. We've seen Ahura walk in as Dorothy again. And we see all three of these characters now with this chick, like enough, let it go. We get it. It's RuPaul's favorite movie. Who cares anymore? It's a gay icon movie. It's going to come back. So just brace it's yourself. It's overdone. Get, get used to it. Draw yourself a bath and calm down. It's coming back, Selena. No, Wait, be more interesting what? and do return to Oz with uh -huh. Feruza Balk. Oh, that one, that movie's scary. I want to see you walk out there and change your head on the runway. I would do that. Oh, you just gave me some ideas. <laughs> cut this part out so other people don't steal your idea <laughs> I know. I'm editing this now uh, I give this a cut it's a cut huge cut I'm giving it three cuts <laughs> three cuts is the deepest cut <laughs> the third cut is the deepest <laughs> it's the deepest cut we can give okay here comes <laughs> Astina Mandela as uh, your favorite Melina from Mortal Kombat we were just talking about Mortal Kombat that's Melina not Kitana no so the, here's the story of Mortal Kombat Katana and Melina are twin sisters, except Melania. Melania, call her Melania, please. Uh, is like a part of uh, Baraka. So her, the bottom half of her has scurry teeth. Oh, But they're wow. actually sisters, but that's how you tell the difference. Sister, sister's up next. Sister, sister, surprise, surprise. Uh, so she's giving us <laughs> Mortal Kombat cosplay, but she really just has a cowl on. She pulls that off and that's it. Yeah, I'm sorry. That cape is not a reveal unless you're counting the reveal as revealing your, like taking off your mask and revealing your mouth. Yeah, and this is not the greatest cosplay of this character I've seen. It's really, I've seen a lot. We saw it on uh, Drag Race Holland. I thought they did a great job, actually. Um, so I'm going to give this a cut. I didn't think it was great. Her body looks amazing, and she should do this kind of character to show that off. Uh -huh. This is basic, Estina. Yeah, it's basic Christina. Um, the body, though. Oh, my God. She drives me wild. Yeah, there's um, some padding there. Mm-hmm. Um, but cut, 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 cut. Very bad. Cut, cut, cut. Here comes a sister, sister, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. And she comes out as a... 
Suburban housewife, she says. Suburban housewife. And then she pulls it off and then she's still the, she's a tattoo uh, leather woman, mama. Dom, leather mama. A, a dominatrix. Yeah. So. And then she reveals her hair to make herself bald with tattoos all over her head. Yeah, so that's a reveal for me. Um, yeah. I just don't like her styling of this. <laughs> Completely. Like, I, I like, like the storyline here. Yeah. I like yeah, yeah. I like the story, like a like, housewife who turns into, like, a dominatrix in the, in the evening. Um, I like the idea of it. I just, like, I don't care about her. And it didn't The first kiss is ugly. Yeah. Like, it's really ugly. And then the second look is just, like, it's okay. But it's still, like, not polished for me. So I'm going to give her a cut. It's two cuts. Sister, sister, surprise, surprise. Cut, cut. Cut, cut, cut. She's, uh, yeah, she's forgettable. Yeah, it's too bad. All right, here comes, she's really falling. I don't know what's happening with sister, sister. <laughs> but here comes somebody who's not falling flat. It's Veronica Green. And mm-hmm. so she's giving us another housewife look. And she's just, she's been stung by a bee because she looks very swollen in her whole body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her hairline is very low. Yep, very, it's giving us rose, rose, rose. Uh, she's giving us two head. She's got oven mitts, and then she's got a plate of cookies and apron, and then she bends over. She flips the wig back. We got well. She drops the tray because she malfunctions. That's right. Well, but how, she had a full concept. Yeah, she back, told a story. And then she pulls off her gown, and then there's the robot look underneath. Yes. I thought this was do you know this, Do you know this reference? The Separate Wives. No. This is Terry McGlair. So this is actually something he did in the runway. Um, and this, except the, what, the one that Terry McGlair did is, was nude. It was like plastic, but the woman was nude underneath so you could see her breasts. Ooh. Um, you just have to, you, well, we'll, we'll put a link on our Squirrel Talk podcast to show that. Uh, I bet you wish that you could see Veronica bearing her breasts. I do, I do. But it was amazing. <laughs> it was one of the most iconic runways in history. This was a fashion runway. She was dressed as a regular woman. She pulls it off. She comes off as a cyborg woman, um, which is exactly what Veronica was trying to achieve with this look. But it was definitely mm-hmm. a, like a, um, um, I don't want to say hodgepodge, <laughs> like crafty version of that. I appreciate what she did with it, though. She made it. Yeah. So I like that, but I also like, I know the reference so well that I really love the reference so much. And I feel like this didn't quite stack up to the reference for me. Well, I think she also combined the reference with the separate housewife. Which is what Terry Mugler did in the runway shot. I'm telling you, this is a whole reference to that. All right, all right. So (laughs) I'm going to give it a nut because I like that. And I like that she knows that reference, but it's not executed as well as I would like. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was executed beautifully. I think her characterization on the runway was flawless. Uh, the best of anybody else who was out there. Yes. And you know what's great is I don't think anybody else knows this reference as much because you didn't know this. Uh, but I, right. know, I think you should do your research now and watch it because you'll be so impressed with the original version. I won't do that. Selena Vile. <laughs> I'm cutting you, but I am nutting this. I nut it too. What's after Veronica? Taste. Taste. And she is wearing another blood red cowl. She just throws it off, walks down the runway, and then gets into her jumpsuit. Yeah. So she has like three things that she pulls off. That's not a reveal. You're just removing a layer. Um, 
to me, this was she's had not. Some, she's had some blood work done. You know. She's oh my god. One, she's had one of those blood facials. Her face is the most incredible face. She looks. She looks stunning. She looks flawless. She looks the most beautiful anybody's ever looked walking down that runway. This is a really but, cool makeup because you like wanted to look blood splattered, but it's just such yeah. an interesting way. Like, so much depth to it. Yeah, it's, it's in the really wig too. Beautiful makeup. It really is. Absolutely stunning. Unfortunately, these are not reveals. Not a reveal, not a surprise. I mean, yeah. she had a blood capsule and blood started pouring out, but it's red on red. Like, <laughs> we can't even see it. You're covered And then also, a blood capsule is not surprising. Mm-hmm. No. So, I like the idea that she was going with it. I didn't think she went far enough. And then I, I agree with the bodysuit. And then you can see the undergarments underneath it. And it is a basic bodysuit. And it's disappointing because we expect so much more from Tace. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm disappointed. But I also don't think it's a terrible look because I think she still looks a lot better than people like maybe Sister Sister. <laughs> well, she looks fucking stunning. It's not a bad look. It just isn't the challenge. Just wasn't a surprise. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it a cut for that, but I do think it's aesthetically pleasing. I That's the thing is I have to cut it, but I love it. Yeah, that's the thing with this runway, surprise or aesthetics, you know? Mm-hmm. So here we go. That's everybody? Nope, we got Bimini. Oh, shit. Well, this wasn't yeah, a so she, at all. So she's, she wearing, wants... she's wearing this really cool wig that's got like a uh, mannequin head underneath it. It looks like a bowling pin. Yeah. She, yeah. She's got a bowling pin head. It reminded me of like Mars Attacks, even. Yeah, which we saw that reveal um, with, or that look on Dragos Holland. Chelsea Boy did that. Right. Very well. So she's doing a canvas style corset, and then she's got balloons that are latex balloons that are filled with paint. And so her reveal is that what she wanted was to explode the balloons. Paint's going to explode all over her body like she's a living canvas. Except what we learned is don't work with paint or butterflies. Okay. Yeah. It never or works. children. Yeah, don't have children coming out of Yeah, look at Cherry Valentine. That kid never mm. came out. We lost the surprise. <laughs> um, so is this a reveal to you? Did you think this would be a reveal or a surprise? If this worked, it would have been a really cool reveal. I think so. I think so. I got where she was going with this, and I thought it was clever. And after last week's runways where she was in the bottom, I actually, and I like this wig on her, and I like how her body looks with the black latex. So I liked where she was going. It just wasn't a reveal. Yeah. And she did the best in the challenge. So I was, I, Agreed. Felt, bad, I felt really bad for her because I think she could have won. Yeah. She could have. Yeah. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a cut. Yeah. I'm cutting it for sure. But I did like where she was going. I see you now, Bimini. I see you. We see you. See you. All right. Here we go. Now we're into the talk back with the judges who are in the tops. Um, in our tops, we have <clears throat> Tate's. Wait, hold on. No, we Tia, have Ver- Ellie and Veronica. Oh, Tia was was she top? She was in the top, but they didn't like her. Yeah, she was in the top. It's so weird to me that they have someone in the top who has such a horrible runway. This is weird because the tops are Tia, who had a horrible runway, Ellie, who had a horrible performance and runway. And then Veronica, who clearly was the winner of the challenge. Yeah, I think it was just very obvious that Veronica was going to win. I would have put Bimini in the top. You know, I didn't think Ellie should have been yeah. there. No, Maybe. Ellie should not have been there. Ellie, Ellie should have been safe or bottom. Yeah, Tia was, I was okay with Tia being in the top, even though she had a weak runway. So even Ginny, I could have put it, had it in, in the top. I don't know. 
But here we go. So that was the tops. The bottoms are Lawrence, Cherry, and Tace. Yeah. And you go ahead. I didn't necessarily need Cherry in the bottom. I would have rather put Ellie there. Um, but also, I don't care. She was in the bottom for me. I, she, I would have forgotten who she was in the musical. And then her look also just wasn't fully conceived for myself. I mean, she was still pregnant. It wasn't conceived. What am I saying? Yeah. But for me, it was like a better, like, all-around look. Like, it was better constructed and, like, looked better than Ellie's. Well, she also had a bus driver wig on, as they said. <laughs> I don't think that was a problem. I think it was cute with a look. Uh, bus driver wig is the bus driver wig. Uh, come on. Some women have short hair. Let her live the fantasy. Well, the bus is still running, Cherry. You better catch it. Okay. <laughs> so that is that. They all go backstage for their little untuck. What happens there? Um, Sister Sister comes for Lawrence Lawrence and is like, well, you you being so dramatic really tripped me up. And like, um, I just wish you had gotten it together. And it's like, well... People have issues and, like, deal with yourself. Jeez. Yeah, I imagine some of the, like, Lawrence is kind of standing out as a front runner to them. Uh -huh. They're, like, such a prominent person. They're very confident. That's what they all said. They're the cockiest person. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the easiest person to kind of try and take down now, you know? Yeah, I assume she dominates a lot of time. Like, a lot of, like, a lot of social time. Like, it's always, it's usually, like, well, she's they, the center of everything. When they were determining whose characters are going to be played by who... They, uh, you know, she would start talking. They were like, okay, hey, stop talking, Lawrence. So it seems to be a theme. <laughs> yeah. Where she yeah. Ram maybe rambles. I believe I would be annoyed by her if I was in her presence. I would just be staring at a lace front. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, what is going on here, Lawrence? And then Cherry is sitting back there being like, how come no one's talking to me and asking me how I feel? And it's like, well, because no one notices you. Jeez. They all forgot about her. Yeah, <laughs> the judges forgot about her. The audience has forgotten about her. I feel bad for Cherry, but like, you can't be forgettable. I don't feel bad for her. It's the number one um, sin in Drag Race. Yes, you bored me, Parlina Porskova. Yes. <laughs> All um, right, so we get back to the runway. Right? Yeah, I do like that Veronica got praise from everybody. They were like, "Oh wow, we do see your value. We do see why you're here. You are talented. You are good enough to be here." And she was one of the least known queens that walked into the room and just in general on social media. I love when those she's... things happen. I love that. Yeah, she's I'm happy for her. Now. So everybody's getting to know her. There's she's standing out. That's, you know, it's a Cinderella story. That's what it and is. she wins the challenge. She is the winner. She's won another she won no money, but she's got a repeater badge. She, it's an honor. Yeah. She's a cutie. Sell those things. Put them on eBay. <laughs> yeah. So the bottom two are going to be Tace and Cherry Valentine. Yeah. And we are doing a lip sync that I've never seen happen on this show before. It is Memories by Eileen Page. It's just memory. There's only one memory. No, there's, there's more than one memory. No, there's one. It's called memory. It's memories. It's memory. <laughs> I sing it as memories. Oh, no. Actually, you know what I was? I almost wrote a parody of this called Cat Pee. Cat Pee. Yeah, it's about a woman who's like just has a bunch of cats and she's like, oh, oh. in my apartment, you know. She's me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so they're doing this. And what do we think? Um, of the performances or of the song choice? Because you, a lot of people have some opinions, including yourself. Okay. I'm very happy with the song choice. A lot of people are upset about it, but I think the song is like classic London, classic West End. 
it's one of the most famous Broadway songs of all time and it can be performed well. And a lot of people were like, why would they ever do this? It's so boring. You can make this funny. You can make this dramatic. And both of these queens did neither. However, Tace owned her space. She, um, she did. She owned her space and she performed it to the best of her ability, which I was happy with. Cherry Valentine, suck, 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 suck. She's clearly someone who doesn't perform. She's clearly somebody who doesn't, you know, lip sync often because she didn't know what to do with her body. She was very awkward on stage. I got a lot of opinions about this. What do you think? Well, I think this is the strangest song I've ever heard done in RuPaul's Drag Race history. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> and when they started playing, I was like, memories, what? <laughs> I was like, memories, yes! <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Because it's it's the power ballad of like power ballads. There's nothing you can do physically, really. I mean, you can act out the song. Yes, yes, yes. But in terms of giving like physicality, it's a it's a park and bark song, mm-hmm. essentially. And so that's like you just have to we just have to watch them standing there and try to emote. Um, and yeah. that's like that's a lot to ask for if girls don't have acting. This is an acting song. This is and a, it was an acting challenge. Yeah, but I don't know. For me, this was a weird choice, and it was asking a lot out of some drag queens. And uh, I thought Taste did the best she could. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I thought she sold it. She was covered in blood, and she remembered when she wasn't covered in blood, and that was what <laughs> got her through it. I actually did expect more from Taste. I thought she was going to give us a little more than she did. Because she, at some point, seemed like she didn't know the words. Like, covering her face with her hands, turning to the back. Like, she did those tricks. Um, so I thought she was going to give more than she actually did. I would have given so much more. I would have loved to do this song. Cherry could have played a Latrice Royale and did what Latrice did with the, the Aretha Franklin song, where she was pregnant. She was yes. Pregnant, but she yes. didn't even play with her baby. She couldn't she remember didn't do when anything. she wasn't pregnant. She didn't know where to look. She didn't know what to do with her hands. She was very awkward the whole I, time. Here's what I'm going to say. This song was so weird to me. I enjoyed it for that reason. Uh, what I would, what, If I was in the bottom two and I had to look sing this song, would I be happy about that? No. I, mm, I would be delighted. I would be delighted. If you give me memory, I'm like, I will give you a show. I mean, I will kill the song, but I'm also going to like, this is not going to do anything for me. But anyway, <laughs> so taste... Taste, I thought, did the best job in Taste Days. And Taste is a star. She has it in her eyes. And she told that story with her eyes, okay? Yes, yes. It's always there. And so we're bidding adieu to Cherry Valentine. She's sashaying away. I'm not sad about it. Are you sad about it? I don't even remember who she is. Thank you. <laughs> so honestly, if you haven't stood up by this point, it's kind of hard. Uh, yeah. But I think, she, I think she still needs to find herself. You know, there are some queens that get in there undercooked. I think cherry is a little undercooked. Yes. And I think we need a cherry pie. I don't want, did I just say cherry pie? How dare I? Oh no. Listen, I'm done with these names. These cherry and sherry names, like stop. No one, it's not, I don't like them. More Selena's. More, you know, we need more of blueberry mores. I agree. <laughs> I'm changing my name back to blueberry more. It's a terrible name. <laughs> it's a perfect name. <laughs> it's not. All right. So we bid adieu to Cherry, and we are moving on with RuPaul's Drag Race UK for the next week. Ooh, what's the challenge next week? It's design. They're designing design stuff, so here we go. I thought Cherry would have done well at that. But I am looking forward to this season. I think it's a great group of gals, and it's really stepping up uh, the Drag Race game. I enjoy it. 
Yes. And it's giving me an excitement that I don't think we're getting from season 13. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's weird. It's weird that they post these things at the same time, even with Canada's Drag Race and All-Stars. It's, it somewhat feels intentional, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah. they know that this one's boring, so let's give them the international one at the same time. Maybe. And what does that say about the American versions now? I don't know what it's saying, girls. Uh-oh. But the international gals are bringing it. And we're bringing it to you twice a week. You can catch us on Tuesday, which is tomorrow, for our rundown of season 13. But also tonight, Monday night, unless you're listening to this a little late, uh, you'll catch us on Bad Dog Comedy TV on their YouTube channel at 7 o'clock. Me and Vicky are going to be there for a very special live episode on camera. That's right. We're doing a show. Yes, we're doing a show tonight. That's true. It's going to be fun. Join us there. Uh, Follow us on our Scroll Talk Podcast Instagram. Uh, Subscribe and all that good stuff on our uh, podcast stuff. And you know what? Check out, I did a podcast with Aaron Pym, the Bed Post Podcast. Check that out on the Sonar Network. Learn all about my sex life, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Selena, I will see you next week for RuPaul's Drug Race UK. Okay. Okay, bye, squirrels. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.